Chuckle Buddy, guess who? Jonathan James Ramcharan reporting live for duty on July 3rd, 2018. Welcome to Jonathan Ramcharan, the podcast in the year of our Lord. How are you? Happy Canada Day. Hope you had a blessed Canada Day weekend. Canada Day weekend. I had a great one, you know. Damn, it's good to be Canadian for all you fucking, uh, I don't know what you are, pirates, um, <clears throat> castaways, losers without a home, <laughs> you know, um, maybe somebody's listening to this on a life raft right now, <laughs> floating off at sea, they got their little fucking, um, <laughs> Got the little cell phone out, scamming some Wi-Fi off some fucking um, whaling vessel, you know. Someone's about to harpoon a fucking whale through the head, and they're scamming Wi-Fi listening to this podcast. Happy Canada Day to you, you fucking refugee. (laughs) You dirty, tattered bum. (laughs) Happy Canada Day, you piece of shit. (laughs) You hungry? (laughs) When was the last time you bathed, you fucking reject? (laughs) They shoot a fucking whale in the head. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, why that came to mind was, um, you know, uh, Greenpeace, you know, uh, you know, they're a Canadian organization, I believe. They started off the coast of uh, Vancouver um, in the 70s. I believe they're Canadian. And they um, they went and fought for fucking Greenpeace, you know. They were out there trying to save whales from Russian whaling vessels that would fucking shoot a whale in the head and skin it alive just for whale oil. <laughs> so they can so people can make like you know industrial products and shit. Whale oil, <laughs> kill a fucking baby whale just to make some fucking lipstick or something. Ridiculous. Clubbing baby seals in the head. Fucking clubbing baby seals in the head just so, like, um, they could sell the fur. You know what a monster you'd have to be to club a baby seal in the head? They're so unbelievably cute. Unbelievably gorgeous. Those big, beady little black eyes of theirs and little whiskers and the cute little white uh, coat, you know? (sighs) You know? Flopping around there in the snow. (coughs) Club a baby seal in the head. Greenpeace. Um, I believe they're a Canadian organization, so... um, You know, God bless any fucking um, person on a life raft fleeing some horrible empire right now out there in the Pacific, you know, and they got their eye on a whaling vessel and Greenpeace is out there doing some good work and they're scamming some Wi-Fi and they're listening to Jonathan Ramsey on the podcast. God bless you on July 3rd and uh, happy post-Canada Day. Hope you eat lunch sometime. (laughs)
And uh, yeah, Canada is an amazing country. And um, God bless everybody around the world, but especially God bless the Canadians this post-Canada Day weekend. I had a great one, you know, real good. Rounded off the week last week, uh, did some work and shit. Uh, uh, I'm a comedian extraordinaire. If you're new to the podcast, I'm a comedian extraordinaire. I'm an actor extraordinaire. I'm an alcoholic extraordinaire. And I'm a temporary worker extraordinaire. So last week I was like doing some furniture moving, uh, shuffling, moving furniture and shit. The week ended, right? And then, boom, Canada Day long weekend, man. I woke up, went for a fucking mega jog. You know what I mean? Just outside running around in the hot heat. The humidity, it was like 36 degrees Celsius, humid. My lungs were feeling beautiful, man. The air was (gasps) coming in and out. I felt good. I was running around in the park. Oh, yeah, man. Running through the tulips and shit. Tiptoeing through the tulips, you know? And uh, just ran around outside. Got a wicked workout. Came inside. Did some push-ups, some sit-ups. AC just blowing felt blessed, man, felt real blessed, you know, I just, was a great way to start uh, the day, I was just looking around going, like, what an amazing country I live in, you know, Toronto, Canada, downtown, gorgeous place to be, just feeling really alive, real lit, you know, got that running high, got that fucking Canada day high, feeling beautiful, I get dressed, right, and I go outside, and I'm walking around downtown Toronto, I'm like, eh, let me swing by the library, right, I pop into the library, right? I'm looking for like, you know, a couple DVDs or whatever to watch, right? Um, it was Saturday night, uh, this past Saturday night. So I'm looking around for some DVDs, right? What do I see? Holla! The Last Jedi. I'm like, ballin', right? Holy shit, this Canada Day weekend can't get any better. So I grab um, The Last Jedi, right? Um, That's like the second installment in the newest Star Wars franchise, you know? Um, Yeah, uh, just a little side tangent. Whack. (laughs) Poo-poo, pee-pee, garbage, man. That fucking series is done, man. The life and magic is done. It's beaten to death. It's just old, tired, boring, unimaginative filth, garbage, trash, you know, just uh, pathetic. I was watching it, right? I'm like, please put me out of my fucking misery. Like I stopped like halfway through, right? Look at how bored I was. I was watching The Last Jedi um, this past past Canada Day weekend. I don't know. It was either Saturday or Sunday night. I can't remember. But I was watching it, you know, as I'm going on a little tangent here. And, you know, just the fucking, the Starfleet shooting scenes and the fucking... Um, the scenes were just dragging on and on. I'm like, holy fuck, get to the point. I'm walking around. I'm drinking like um, carbonated uh, water, carbonated water. I'm getting like little spritzes of water. I'm, I'm, I'm shucking. I'm drinking back this water. I'm eating cherries. I'm spitting cherry seeds around. I'm walking around, pacing back and forth. I was bored out of my fucking mind. I'm like, holy shit. I'm just looking at this bowl of cherries. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm not going to eat a whole bowl of cherries. Cherries? Why did I buy all these cherries? I'm sitting there thinking about cherries. I'm drinking seltzer water. And then pew, pew, pew. Oh, the rebel alert. (coughs) Kylo Ren. Where is she? Where is she? Where's, uh, what's her fucking face? The new fucking uh, lesbian Jedi. And I'm watching this shit. I'm like, oh my God, this is horrific. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. And I just turned it off, right? 
But um, hey, to each their own. Uh, you know, I didn't really spoil anything there in my little rendition of The Last Jedi. Maybe you'll get something out of it if you go watch it. <laughs> Filth. I hated it. Anyway, I'm done with that shit. But anyway, still, at the moment when I was at the library and I saw the DVD, The Last Jedi, damn, it was blessed. I was like, ballin'. And I grabbed it and I put it in my backpack and I went and I checked it out with my library card. And uh, boom, I was on my way. And Canada Day weekend was just shaping up to be even better. You know, got a couple DVDs to watch. And I'm walking down the street and this beautiful girl just shoots me this awesome smile, right? I'm like, oh, wow, honey, how you doing? And I smiled back at her. Ooh, it was just on, right? It's feeling really good. Real blessed. Then I was like, you know what, man? Like, what can I do today? I need some shoes, right? I need some new shoes. So I go to Winners and, um, you know, I'm just doing a little shopping. And then it just kind of got in my mind, like, what a blessing it is to live in a country that, you know, you're just so blessed. Like, to live in a society where you can, like, freely live and shop and feel good and have a real life. Like, what a real life. You know what I mean? It's a real life. And... You know, there's a lot of people around the world that don't get that luxury, you know, to go shopping. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, I definitely did not take that for granted this uh, Canada Day, you know, long weekend. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to go shopping, but hold on a second. Let me think about this. Like, I got the luxury to go and buy some new shoes in a free country on a beautiful sunny day with the last Jedi in my backpack. And I'm like, yeah, hooray. But without getting too mushy, I was starting to get a little annoyed too because like one thing I've been noticing lately is like women are always like encroaching upon the men's section. Like every time I go to a, a fucking clothing department, I can never just shop in peace without some woman. Like I turn around, she's like this little militant look on her face like, ah. It's like, what the fuck? Like, this is the men's department. What the fuck are you doing milling around here at my coattails? Like, what do you want? I'm in the men's department. I don't know. It just gets real kind of annoying because, um, you know, they just, you know, it's like, <laughs> like the whole thing about like men and women hate, uh, you know, as a man, fellas, can I tell you, isn't it crazy when the little woman wants to go shopping with you? Like, can I get a witness? Like, <clears throat> like the whole like, the whole, like, uh, men versus women versus shopping. Like, that whole joke, if I'm explaining myself well. Just like that idea that women are, like, lousy shoppers. They take forever, right? It's one thing when you're a single man to, like, still get fucking burdened down with that. Like, it's happening a lot, I've been noticing lately. Every time I go shopping, there's always, like, some chick in the fucking men's department looking at the men's clothing. And it's like, she just... It happened to me, too, on fucking Saturday. She's just standing there, staring at stuff, getting in the way. It's like, holy fuck, hum diddly hum. Are you buying something? Are you looking at something? Why are you just, why are you just staring blankly into space in the men's department? You never see me wander into the woman's department, looking at bras and panties, just standing there indefinitely, staring off into a fucking blank void. It was just really getting on my fucking nerves, you know? But happy Canada Day, you know? I'm not like some refugee on a fucking whaling vessel somewhere. So, like, uh, I should feel pretty blessed, right? But, you know, it was still getting on my nerves a little bit, you know? Just, I don't know why. Just just because I hate when people just stare into space in public, you know? 
It happened a couple times, too, at Winners, right? Of course, at Winners. Always at the fucking cheap stores. (laughs) Whenever you go to Dollarama or Winners or Walmart, there's always somebody doing some kind of nonsense, right? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm getting my purchase, right? I had, like, I bought some shorts. These pretty wicked um, kind of jean shorts. And I got a pair of these wicked, um, these these wicked, wicked ASIC runners, right? ASIC. You know that brand name, ASIC? They're a Japanese um, shoe company. And check that out, man. ASIC is an acronym for a, um, for a, uh, for a, a Latin saying that means, uh, it translates to what? Healthy mind and a healthy body. Hold on. I got, I got the little thing around here somewhere. Hold on a second, folks. Uh, oh, here it is. Yeah. So Asics, that's the, like the name brand of the shoe shoe I bought, right? And check this out. It comes with like a little fucking um, tag or whatever here. It says, um, our name, or I guess it's a Japanese company, right? So our name, Asics, is an acronym for Latin phrase, anima sana incorpore sano, which translates simply to a sound mind in a sound body. This concept is central to our company's commitment to develop products that meet our customers' highest standards. <coughs> ah. <coughs> oh, it took a lot out of me. <clears throat> it didn't even sound Japanese. It just sounded like I had a cock in my mouth or something. <coughs> but anyways, yeah, like uh, Asics, that's a wicked brand. Um, I didn't know that. It's pretty, like, that's pretty deep for a clothing company, don't you think? Like... Um, ASICS, it's an acronym for the Latin phrase anima sana incorpore sano, which translates simply to a sound mind and a sound body. Ball it, right? That's kind of what I was feeling that day, uh, that day too when I was working out. I'm like, these are the perfect shoes for a brother like me, right? But yeah, like I said, though, whenever you're shopping at Winners or like, um, you know, discount stores and shit like that, there's always some nonsense moron, like nonsense moron in your way, right? So like then I go to make my purchase, right? And like I walk, like I don't know, have you ever been to Winners or Dollarama lately? They literally have corrals. They, they've turned the, they've turned the fucking, um, they've turned the checkout counter into like one of those winding corrals that like they send cattle into when they're trying to send them around a corner blind before they shoot a fucking tranquilizer into their head and chop them up for fucking beef suey or whatever, right? But, like, it's kind of like one of those fucking farming mazes where they herd cattle into whenever you go to a checkout at one of these stores, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm there I am, and I'm, I'm trying to get into the little maze to pay for my shit. And there's this reject man. He's just standing there staring at, like, some of that impulse buying products, right? Like, you know how, like, on the, you know, on the way to the till, there's all those little impulse buy stuff? So he's just staring at all this nonsense, his little trinkets and shit. Like, I'm like, yo, are you, like, what the fuck, right? Like, I gave him five seconds, right? I was like, one, two, three, four, five. Like, in my head, right? Then I'm like, so I try to walk past him. Well, as soon as I start to move, he starts to move. So then I give him another five seconds, you know, one, two, three, four, five. And then I try to move again, and then he, he does the same thing. And then I find them, I'm like, sir, are you or are you not in the lineup? I didn't say it quite like that. Like, I'm very good at masking my contempt in public. Then I bitch about it on the podcast. But I was just like, um, oh, sorry, man. Like, are you in the lineup or not? Like, what's going on? And he's just like, oh, uh, 
not sorry. So then, like, I'm like, okay, whatever. And then, like, uh, I go past him. So now I'm in the lineup. I got my stuff. Crises averted. I could pay for my shit. Get the fuck out of there, right? But um, as I'm standing there in the lineup, more and more gratitude. You know, I see this dude. Um, he had some shoes to it. He had these pretty dope, like, uh, Nike Air Max. Uh, you know, Nike Air Max. They're like, uh, I don't know if you know sneakers at all. I'm not, I'm not a big sneaker head or anything. But, like, you know, it's a pretty well-known design of Nike shoe. Nike Air Max. He had a pair of Nike Air Maxes, and they're all just, like, royal blue. Pretty sick, I guess, you know what I mean? Brother, of course, you know. <laughs> Black man. And, you know, the brother, he's, like, looking at it. She's, oh, shit, yeah, yeah, oh, player. Oh, my God. And he's, like, looking at his Air Maxes and shit, and he gets out his cell phone, and he snaps a picture. Takes a picture. I'm thinking to myself, how arrogant, oh my god, bloated, vain, infested. Like, give it a break, right? Like, you're going to really take a picture of your shoes and then put it on your Facebook? And then I was thinking about it, though. I'm like, you know what? Like, why not? Isn't that what Canada Day is about? Like, celebrate the freedom and the beauty of our life here in Canada, you know? Yeah, you know, be grateful. You got a pair of shoes. Maybe it is a cool thing to do. Take a picture of them, show it to your friends or whatever. Just something interesting to put on your timeline, online. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't know. I just had a lot of thoughts going through my head. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, like, maybe I got to chill out a little bit. Because sometimes I'm, like, uh, a little too um, stoic, you know? I forget to celebrate the small things. Not that I forget, but I pass them off as nothing. Because, yeah, I was very excited to get a new pair of shoes, right? I mean, what the fuck? You know, I don't buy, like, you know, I buy, I probably buy a pair of shoes, like, once... Whenever needed, or like maybe, yeah, whenever needed, basically, you know, like um, I take care of my shit pretty well, so, and I'm not like a major consumer or anything, so like I don't just go buying shit, but like, you know, every now and then, a, a new pair of shoes is a pretty nice treat, right? You know? So, um, I don't know, I just gotta take the fucking, uh, I don't know, poutine out of my ass and stop, uh... I don't know, stop being so, like, uh, judgmental. I mean, it's kind of a weird thing I'm talking about here, but, like, I don't know. Why not enjoy a little fucking celebration of your clothing? Take a picture, show it to your friends on Facebook. Why not, right? So then, um, yeah, that was pretty much it for the winners. Then I went down to the lake, the beautiful Lake Ontario. Ooh. Ooh, 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 Lake Ontario. It was awesome, man. It was just a really beautiful day with a really cool way to cap off uh, my uh, my little day there. I went down to um, the lakefront and I just like looked out at the lake. Lots of families, people walking around, enjoying the nice hot weather, being cool, collected, calm, all those things. And uh, yeah, I just chilled out and I did some writing. Um, trying to really beef up my writing and come up with new like... Um, things for the podcast, because, um, you know, um, lately my attention's been kind of in so many places that now I'm trying to just kind of focus on what I really want to do for the moment, for the time being, and um, I want to write more and more um, interesting things for the podcast here, little comedy bits and shit like that, little um, different recording things, little segments to shake it up a bit, 
And I also want to, um, you know, focus on, uh, you know, just writing my comedy more and like starting a comedy room. That's one thing I got coming down the pike for me as a performer is um, opening up my own comedy rooms, you know, at bars or whatever, different venues, different ways to just, you know, maintain my creativity and keep the pulse going, you know what I mean? So working on these little things. So I was just down at the lake there visualizing it and shit and yeah, like looking out at the lake, man. What a beautiful gift. But there's always somebody, like I said, like, um, maybe it's just like my notice of, um, maybe it's my obsession with people, but I seem to always notice like the dummies, man. There's always some dumbass, right? There's one dude, you know, it's this tranquil, beautiful day. Like the sun is, there's this wicked breeze, this summer, summer breeze. That's just like killer. We're down there at the lake. We're chilling out. We're feeling good. Everybody's in a pretty good mood, man. Like, you know, it's just like. You know when you feel comfortable in public when everybody's feeling the same vibe? Like everybody was just smiling and happy, just chilling by the lake. It was just such a beautiful moment. Then this fool comes by, right? He's like, yo, fuck, 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 just fuck. Well, what the fuck, bro? Fuck. Like, well, come back. Get, get, fuck, look, 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 look at him. He's on his seat. This guy just kept going, fuck, fuck this and fuck that, right? Turns out he's screaming about his friend. His friend's like out on the, on the lake on a sedue. Right, a sea do. Apparently, his friend didn't come to dock quick enough or something. I don't know. Like, whenever I hear negativity and stupidity, I first assess okay, is there any danger? Okay, there's no danger. Now, this is just plain stupidity. So then I just divert my attention. I just, I no longer engage. But, like, the gist was he's freaking out at his friend because his friend didn't, um, come to the shore quick enough off of his sedu. I don't know what, but like, fuck, bro, fuck, oh, fuck, fuck. He's screaming, screaming all this swear words and negativity and stupidity on such a blessed day. Dog, it was blessed, bro. The pussy was blessed. Like, it was blessed. Like, everybody was just chilling, right? It was just like, you're really going to interrupt everybody's day like that? Like... You, what, what's wrong with you? You're obviously a very fortunate person. Like, I mean, these are, you know, people that have money. I mean, you can't have a C-do or own a C-do or rent a C-do if you don't have money. That takes money. So that means they have some blessings in their life and it's a beautiful day. And it's like, you're going to turn this beautiful blessing into just your stupid squawkings? Fuck! Bro, fuck, bro, 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 screaming at each other, right? It's like just stupidity, right? But uh, like I said, I'm pretty good at blocking shit out, so I just kind of blocked it out. And they had all this like children entertainment going on too down at the lake. Uh, they had like this pirate ship. It was like uh, floating up and down in the water. They had like all these like. Um, Arbaty, oh, oh, where did my doubloons go? Like all these people, like pretending to be pirates and shit, and all these little kids were like, it was like a kids show, right? So it's like, ah, I'm gonna make you swab the deck and walk the plank, ah, you land loving lummox, oh, you land lubber, shiver me timbers. <laughs> They're doing like all these like pirate stuff, right? All the kids are like, <laughs> pirates. Kids are like laughing about pirates and shit. And this, uh, you know, pirate boat was just, like, taking, like, kids on little pirate tours. 
So, you know, it was a, like I said, it was a blessed day. It felt real good. And, um, but then, of course, my negativity has to come into play, right? I'm like, you know, knowing my luck, a dead body's probably going to just, like, pop out of the water. I'm staring down at the water. I'm like, you know, how fucked up would it be if a dead, bloated corpse just, like, bobbed its way out of the water right now? <laughs> No, 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 <laughs> You know, and then, then I was kind of in a transfer moment. Like, I was just really staring at the water. Like, yeah, dead body. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that was my Saturday. And then Sunday of this long weekend, um, I went to one of my sobriety meetings. And, um, hmm. It kind of ties into the little lesson of acceptance. I've been thinking about acceptance lately, right? Because, um, you know, I go to my sobriety meetings, uh, you know, generally every, well, I mean, every Sunday I go to my sobriety meeting. But, um, you know, sometimes if I need, sometimes if I need an extra sobriety meeting or whatever, I'll go to one throughout the week or whatever, right? But um, generally just Sundays I go, right? And Sometimes, whatever, depending on how I feel, I try to hit up a different one throughout the week. But this Sunday, I go to my sobriety meeting and, you know, I was just really looking, like I was really looking to be uplifted, right? Because I'm like, I had such a great Saturday and, um, you know, Sunday was actually Canada Day. So I'm like, you know, it's, it's actually Canada Day today. I'm looking for some uplifting shit, right? I want to feel uplifted, you know, the weekend has been going so great. So, you know, I get up early, I go to my uh, sobriety meeting, I, uh, I help with the setting up, the setting up of the meeting, like um, putting the chairs out, starting the coffee, all that shit, right? So, you know, it's kind of a long day for me, right? Because um, I have to get there early and then I have to leave late because I help with the cleanup and everything. So, you know, I'm there and I'm, I'm looking forward to the meeting. Well, the speaker, the lead speaker of the sobriety meeting, um, generally speaking at uh, sobriety meetings, sometimes there's a format where a person will share on their strength, experience and hope. They'll share on their experiences as an alcoholic or an addict or whatever the affliction may be. Well, this person, he gets up and he's sharing and he was just uh, not on the money for me. I mean, I just was not feeling it. I wasn't digging it. And it's, that's purely my judgment, right? I, I understand that because um, a lot of people were. A lot of people were enjoying the, the speech. A lot of people were enjoying the talk. They're laughing and clapping and getting into it. Me personally... It just wasn't getting me there, right? It was actually kind of annoying me. But then again, I know I was being judgmental. I don't know the man, right? So it wasn't my place to say whether or not he was or wasn't full of shit, right? But I just, I wasn't feeling it. My spidey, sing my spidey senses were tingling. I'm just like, this is bullshit, right? So, you know, the meeting kind of put a damper on me, which then kind of put me into a, tri a into like kind of a, into kind of like a, a zapped energy, right? Like it zapped my energy, right? So I'm like, oh, fuck, right? So then, um, 
you know, that's never, you know, you can never blame a situation. Well, ultimately, I am in control of my life, right? Well, I have the choice. I have the choice and the freedom to be accountable for my actions. So whatever happens to me, I have the choice of how I deal with it, right? So um, I, I don't put it on anybody when I'm in a bad mood or if I'm in a funk or whatever, but like sometimes things affect my mood, my feelings, right? So it's not their fault, but it just, you know, it, and it's my choice to rise above it or whatever, right? But he kind of put me in a tailspin because it was such bullshit. I'm just sitting there listening to this asshole talk for like half an hour. I'm like, oh my God, right? And it's just like, it kind of, and like, uh, I'm always around a lot of negativity because I, I work in a job with a lot of um, people who are suffering from different afflictions, whether it be um, drugs and alcohol or just a mental deficiency of some sort. Like, I work temporary labor, so I'm always around a lot of rough and tumble, down and out, hard people, right? And I was just not looking for that that day. It was such a great weekend so far. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm all I ever hear is stupidity out of people's mouths. Whenever I leave my house, whenever I go to work, all I hear is nonsense, right? And I just, I wasn't looking for that that day, right? I'm like, oh, my God. So, finally, I'm just like, you know what? Whatever. I got to change my mood, right? Because I was in kind of a shitty mood on Sunday. Not even a shitty mood, but I was just tired. That's what it was. That's what I'm trying to get to, the, the thing of acceptance. So basically, um, I could say long story short, but you I mean you already just listened to me ramble there for like a, two minutes. But like the point being, some things came into my, um, some things came into my life, you know, an experience with this man sharing his, his talk, and it rubbed me the wrong way. And I didn't, I, while I was mature enough or strong enough to just let it be what it was, like, okay, you, you had an experience that you didn't particularly enjoy. It's no big deal. And it didn't affect my mood. But it really drained my energy because it kind of brought me down. I'm like, oh, God. Like, you know when you just hear a bunch of bullshit, it can kind of drain you, Right. Then I'm like, well, no, I can't let this affect my mood and my and my sense of self. I got to get stronger, and because I had a show to do, right? It was um, Sunday night, and I was gonna go do a show, some stand up, right? And I'm like, oh, fuck! I now all I want to do is just sit on the couch and watch TV and eat some candy and just try to, you know, veg out. And I'm like, no, I can't let this fucking, I can't let this negativity or this. Um, this lackadaisical, lackluster experience. I can't let it rule me. Like, get your ass up, get up and hurrah, get out to the show. So I get up and I go to the show. And, um, well, I get to the gig and I'm looking around. There's nobody there. What? There's, where's everybody? So I go over to the bartender at the venue, right? I'm like, uh, okay, excuse me, is is um is the show on? Like usually there's a comedy show going on here around like uh, seven, eight o'clock. She goes, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like a Jedi master now, even though I didn't watch the movie. But I'm like a Jedi now. I'm just like, okay, this is negative energy coming at me. I'm not gonna feed into it. I go, okay, 
thank you. And I just kind of walk off, right? I'm like, I didn't even, whatever her thing was, she was just being unhelpful and negative. I'm just like, you know, like, oh, you know, she works there. I'm asking a question, like, what the fuck? You know, I was pleasant. She's coming at me this negativity. I'm like, whatever. Thank you. And I just kind of go into the venue and I'm looking around. There's nobody there. There's usually people there at the show beforehand. I'm thinking, oh, fuck, it's Canada Day. People aren't showing up, right? It's a holiday. So then a couple other comics come, right? And they're all desperate. Oh, when's the show start? Oh, where's the show? Whatever. Da, 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 da. And um, I was just trying to chill out and stuff. I'm like, you know what? That's the lesson of acceptance. Because I'm like, you know what? In my heart, I'm the same as these comics. I want the show to go on. I want to do the show. And I fought to get to do the show. Because like, you know, like I said, I was at home in a shitty mood. And I didn't want to go to the gig. But I'm like, fuck it. Just go to the gig. And I'm sitting there. And I fought through my negative thoughts to just get to the show. I'm like, fuck it. Just get to the show. And now it's not on. Well, at that point, I just got to accept it. And if that sounds strange to you or hard to process, it's truly when you're a performer, you just want to always perform and you want any opportunity you can. And it's a real letdown when you can't, right? But sometimes you can't force a hand that's not there to play, right? Like just because I want to do a show or I want more success in my career or I want things in my life, I can't. I can't just press the issue, right? Like, it was obvious the show was canceled. Like, how much more begging can you possibly... Like, you know, it's like, at some point, you just got to accept it, cut your losses, and go. And not to say that, you know what I mean? Like, everybody was just so desperate. Like, where is the show on? Where's the person running the show? I'm like, okay, it's one thing if it's a paid show. Like, if you're getting paid for the show, like, yeah, sure, like, figure it out. But, like, on an open mic, on just, like, a random paid, like, you know, it's just an open mic. It's like, it's a non-paid spot. Fuck it. Fuck it. Why, why make yourself desperate and, uh, you know, get yourself all anxious over over something that isn't, you know, the show's off, then the show's off, fuck it, it's obviously off, there's nobody here, it's past the point of time when if the show was on, people would be here, there's nobody here, it's a long weekend, it's pretty obvious that the show's not on, like, don't press the issue, don't lose your cool, don't stress, just say fuck it and walk, cut your losses, right, that's what I did, and, um, you know, sometimes I get overly thoughtful in my head, but it's because I have to. These are things I care about. It's like my career, right? Like, what am I supposed to do? And, you know, one thing I've been learning lately in my career and just in my life is you can't force what isn't there, right? If the show's over, the show's off, then the show's off. Like, I'm not going to sweat my cool. I'm not going to lose my cool and... um show a desperate side of myself, even though I am. I am that desperate artist who wants to perform. I want to do it for the love. I want to do the show. Let's do the show. Well, if the show's not there, then the show's not there. I can't force it. So I just said, you know what? That's cool. I'm going home. Everyone's like, what? What, 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 what about the show? I was like, yo, the show's obviously not on. So then I leave, and then later on, I find out on Facebook that the show got canceled. And, uh, yeah, it's no big deal. It's no sweat, but um, just those little things. Because like in my earlier days and 
as a performer, like, you know, like I said, I got that desperate heart. I was born a lonesome comic and I'm bound to die the same. So I got to feed that hunger in my soul, you know? And I like it just in that accepting moment, I was able to um, reconnect with just other things. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go home and listen to some music and play some bass, right? So I just go home and I'm just like listening to some music, right? And I'm I'm playing some Prince songs. I learned um, When You Were Mine, a little Prince fucking riff on the old banjolele I was playing. Uh, played a couple Prince tunes. Listened to a couple songs I got in my head. Um, fucking Grand Funk Railroad. She's some kind of wonderful. I love that. Uh, like that song's like fucking cornbread and fucking honky tonk, right? But then when it gets to the fucking bridge, it's dope, right? Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Talk about my baby. Like it fucking gets like, oh, like I'm listening to these white guys. They're just singing their hearts out, right? And it was really moving. And I'm like, oh yeah, listen to them go, right? And uh, it just really made me. Um, really made me happy and it quieted the storm of, um, you know, missing out on a gig because, you know what, I love performing. I don't want to miss out on a gig. But, um, you know, that's what it was. Um, uh-oh, what's this here? Computer, this is, my computer never stops talking to me. It's always blah, blah, blah about this, confirm this, reschedule that, but fuck off. Fuck off. Anyway, oh my god. So anyways, um, <clears throat> sorry about that. It took me a second to click away something on the computer. But um, yeah, I'm just trying to live and bask in the glory of now. Um, not going to lie to you. I'm just going to throw it out to you right now. I've been kind of burning the candle at both ends, burning that midnight lamp, right? The morning's dead, and the day is too. <clears throat> yeah, man. I've been burning that midnight lamp. It's just been all over the fucking place, right? And um, I guess what I learned about acceptance is the point I'm trying to get to is... I just got to, I'm just grateful for accepting that my life is my life or whatever. And my thing is my thing. And I just want to put more effort and power and energy into the things I care about. Make this a better podcast. And um, that's all what my thoughts are for now. Hmm. It's your old chuckle buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramtram reporting live for duty on this July 3rd, 2018. Ah, uh, fuck it, whatever. Got a little weird at the end there. Like I said, man, been busting my chops, working very hard as a man, trying to get this shit going as a performer, trying to pull myself out of my tailspin of a fucking fuck-up career. <laughs> Why even lie about it? Isn't that what I'm doing? Hit me up, jrthepodcast at uh, gmail.com, jr.thepodcast at gmail.com. Send me some fucking feedback. Why don't you fucking tell me what a shitty podcast this was? You think I don't know that? You think I don't know? You think you know better than me, huh? You don't do this shit for ten fucking years and not fucking learn a thing or two? That was boring and weird. I know. All right? I'm like a flower trying to grow. I'm trying to get myself up out of this goddamn mire, this muck that I've been in. Huh? 
give me a chance, ladies and gentlemen. Give me a chance. Give me some. Give me some fucking love. Don't throw a rock at me when I'm sinking. Throw me a goddamn life preserver, huh? Act a little bit like Greenpeace for once in your fucking life. Hit me up, jr.thepodcast.gmail.com. Job bless. Thank you for listening. You know what? It's gonna keep getting better. All right. Peace. Oh, <laughs>